Welcome to The Sensualist, where we take on the deeper subjects of life, love, sex, and personal happiness. I'm your host, Freya Norden. Remember to like and subscribe. Tatiana Alexeva caught my attention this year with her hilarious and creative YouTube videos. What I didn't expect was how helpful and informed she was, and the high standard of support and attention that she puts into anyone she works with. We're here today to discuss a technique that is so effective, it's almost foolproof, and can be used to thrive in any area of life, from business, to health, to your sex life. Multifaceted and multi-talented, Tatiana is a pharmacist turned hypnotherapist, certified coach, and NLP coach. She helps people with unhelpful habits related to their health goals such as procrastination, anxiety, and stress. More information about Tatiana, free resources, and links are available in the show notes to help you out. Tatiana, thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to yeah, me talk too. to you about yeah, this. Yeah. I've been looking forward to the subject. Uh, now, tiny habits is something that I heard about only recently and through you. So for our listeners, can you just give us an overview of what tiny habits actually are? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm a tiny habits coach. So I took the training with BJ Fogg. Dr. Fogg is a behavioral scientist who works at a Stanford University and he has his own lab and he works with um, a human behavior, obviously. So he wrote a book that is called Tiny Habits. Um, well, I think that the whole name is Tiny Habits, um, the small changes, the small changes that change everything. So mm -hmm. this is the whole name. And the whole idea is really straightforward and easy to apply. The idea is sometimes we want to change our behavior in huge leaps, and it rarely works unless we have a moment of epiphany and we really experience this reorganization of our mind and then we we just uh, like uh, born anew and we start a new life which happens sometimes but in most cases it's not how we function so his idea is that we take small changes and we implement them in our life in a way that allows us to keep moving to gain momentum with them and it all boils down to one uh, simple um, idea every behavior has three components to it a prompt an ability and motivation and what happens in our society we over emphasize motivation mm. we talk about like we have to motivate ourselves to do hard things but actually we the motivation can take us only this far because it goes up and down it's a natural uh, process it it will eventually go down we will feel tired we will feel like disempowered in a way and like then we, it goes up hopefully <laughs> but we cannot rely on it so much. Mm -hmm. So his idea is that if we make the behavior smaller so that it requires almost no willpower, then we can build upon it. And it doesn't have to 
be small all the way, it will grow eventually. So what I like about it, um, there is a metaphor that uh, Dr. Fogg uses a lot, is a behavior is like a plant. You, you take a little seed and you plant it in a certain space and you care for it and it starts to grow. And probably the place is not good and it doesn't grow as well as you expected. So you can take it out and plant it in a different spot and then keep caring for it. What I like about this whole um, philosophy, if you will, is that there are no mistakes. Uh, it's, it's a free flow chart. So you can always go somewhere you're never stuck. So if something doesn't work, you go and you tweak a little bit and then you experiment and you find a way to implement the behavior you want to implement. So every behavior has basically a prompt. So something that reminds us to do it, an ability so we can do it physically, mentally, or however, and the motivation that we want to do it. And if we have a huge motivation, we can do hard things. If we have low motivation, we usually can only do like easy things or we will just skip doing them. If we don't have mm -hmm. a prompt, we will not remember. It's just we can have a huge, huge motivation inside and we can do it. But if we don't have a prompt, then we'll just like not do it most, most probably. So this is the whole And thing. we see that in the millions of times that people say, oh, I, you know, I should be exercising or I should do more exercise or I should eat better or I should be working on my yeah. my project or I you know oh yeah I should make um date night more of a priority but you know I'm tired exactly but you know what in this should there are two things so one thing is a should itself so usually tiny habits uh, is a method that is focused on things we want to do so yeah of course life is not all rainbows and we, we cannot just only do things that we want to do but basically we like we, we think about an aspiration an aspiration is this vague goal like get fitter or get healthier or lose weight even it's it's a big goal and it's usually ill-defined i mean it's not very specific and then we can choose different actions and we have really a variety of actions to choose from to get to this aspiration. And those actions, they should be specific. <laughs> Let's go back to should. They really should be specific. Exercise more is not specific at all. So if we think every day, we can keep thinking, I should exercise more, I should exercise more, I should exercise more. And all that it does, it brings us down because we do not do this. We do not live up to this expectation. Just how specifically... So so I'm going to have you, so as we're discussing this and as you're sort of explaining to us what these tiny habits are and um, the way to implement these tools, let's go really specific because yes. I want to talk about relationships and I want to talk about sex. And exactly. the people that um, are listening are often, you know, they want to have better relationships too. So, um, you know, everybody talks about getting fitter and, you know, your, your wellness and, and all that kind of thing. Let's talk about, oh, I should... Um, if I want to improve the intimacy or I want to feel closer to my partner, can you go there? Yeah, absolutely. So the beauty of this whole system is that it's very empowering. You as a person have the power to create a ripple effect in a relationship by starting to do things by yourself. So starting to implement certain changes. For example, in a relationship, there might be like a myriad of 
different problems, let's say people might get annoyed by something that the other person is doing. This is Mm -hmm. one thing. Or for example, you as a person, you know that your partner loves certain things. So you can create a tiny habit for yourself to bring this element into your relationship. So in, in any case, whether it's your habit that you create to help your partner feel more loved, appreciated, more pleasure, or it's their action that creates an irritation in you. You you can create your own actions based on that. And it will most probably have a ripple effect. And you can, of course, discuss situation. Uh, It's not like you, (laughs) you just create your habits and then um, you go on with something that maybe oversteps your boundaries right? Mm. More about your side, like taking responsibility from your side, but also having a healthy discussion as well. So I wonder if you have any um, specific ideas in uh, which context you'd like to um, discuss the tiny habits application in a relationship. Okay, yeah. So let's take uh, a couple who they are, you know, their marriage is not on the rocks. Okay, I'm just giving a, a context here. Let's say they have a they have a good marriage, they have a good relationship. They're not intending to leave each other, and they're both uh, extremely bored, and they are no longer very interested in each other. Um, if they have sexual intimacy, maybe it's I don't know once or twice a month, and it's kind of the same old thing. Mm-hmm. And the two of them really are interested in having a little more. I don't want to use the word excitement. Um, but let's call it depth. They want to actually feel interested in each other and feel alive instead of feeling, uh, you know, I'd rather like, I'd rather go and get my nails done than have a date night because I know what's going to happen. So, and, you know, maybe both of them don't feel appreciated. And part of, I believe anyway, that part of showing up and putting effort into the other person is often motivated by whether you feel important so if you mm-hmm. don't feel they're showing up for you, you also don't show up and it kind of cascades and yeah. turns into this uh, perpetual cycle. So how could tiny habits begin to wake up a relationship in, in that sort of boring, mundane context? Yeah, great question. And yeah, when it can cascade down, it can also cascade up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. is, I, I think this is an empowering thing about this. I think uh, in this case, also it goes kind of larger than just the sexual context, right? It goes um, almost, it it touches every aspect of this uh, life together because people most probably they had uh, certain interests, common interests, mutual interests, maybe it's not the case anymore. Who knows? So uh, many different layers to it. So I would say that in this case, if somebody wants to, to start changing the situation, it might be really by taking small steps. And it, if we go really down into a very specific example, it might be something as remembering what was um, what what did they have back then that was really great. So, for example, it might be uh, I don't know something mundane as buying flowers for some people. It's important. So it can be something that. We used to do, but we stopped doing it along the way. So different small uh, tokens of attention that can bring a certain spark into this uh, mundane uh, everyday life. So 
how can we turn it into a habit? But uh, first of all, you know, it's not all about habits as well. It might be a one-time action. It might be almost like an experiment. So uh, Dr. Fogg also speaks about uh, one-time actions. And even though it's a little bit outside of the scope, it can be just a little experiment to try out and maybe build a habit based on it if, if the response is really good. So um, I would say in this case, we can think about, it, it's difficult to talk about people who are super abstract and we don't know, yeah, them, yeah. right? So I would just say that uh, even taking like a certain inventory of things that can be done and that the person who takes the responsibility to start the change it can be both and it can be just one it doesn't have to happen mm -hmm. um, as a uh, like an effort of two at the same time simultaneously it can be just one person who starts the ball rolling and the other person will will probably so uh, so would you say something like um you know coming up with a list i do think lists are are actually important um but maybe a list of things that you know make your partner feel good Right. Or, or in, and good could be all kinds of different things. Like some things are good. Uh, I feel cared about when my partner does this. And then there's another one, you know, it turns me on when my partner does this. So you can have different lists for things that you would like to accomplish with your partner exactly. and starting like beginning a habit. So every time, um, you know, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do, I make a habit of when I go to, after I go to the bathroom, then I make my partner a coffee the way that they like it. And I bring it to them in bed. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is a good one. We'll, we'll and just break a, it down. Yeah. And, well, and there's a habit that feels really caring and it's yeah. like, and it's a habit. It's not something where, you know, you have to put in a monumental effort. It's just kind of, this is part of my, I get up and I do this thing, but it yeah. goes a long way. Let's go back to this example yeah. in just a moment. And I will just talk about something I heard in a presentation. And it's, it's a great example that I just came, uh, remembered. The a little bit of tension in, in this couple was about just a small thing that when the wife comes back home, she says, hello. And the uh, um, husband, he, he doesn't respond. Just like he doesn't oh feel God. The, like he doesn't <laughs> really, it's not, it's, it's not meaningful. It's just not, doesn't feel the need. But for her, it was super irritating. So basically, they spoke about it and they installed this habit of him to respond hello and she was feeling great and he was feeling great because she was feeling great. So it, it resolved finally. And it was like a small little change that decreased this irritation on both sides. Talking about coffee. So this one might be a little bit trickier to implement if we think about the coffee example why because it's a little bit complex so it's a little bit bigger than a tiny habit in general what mm -hmm. happens is it's it's um so-called session almost because it involves different actions inside of it even though it doesn't take a huge effort so uh, how to implement this specific habit it might be useful if it's if it's something a little bit difficult to do, it can be as simple as using a starter step, which means, for example, a partner wants to show he cares by uh, preparing coffee in the morning. So, but it, it just doesn't stick. So he can start with a starter step. So he can um, create a habit based on this recipe. 
every morning when I, uh, let's say, enter the kitchen, I boil water in a kettle oh, or I, I turn on uh, the coffee machine. If it's a coffee machine, it might be even easier if it does everything by itself. I don't know. Uh, but like pressing a button, something as simple as that. And it doesn't even have to go all the way through in the beginning, because uh, the idea is to create a certain automaticity from this action. So to enter, enter the kitchen, pressing the button. And there is a third component, which is hugely important, it's celebration. And many people just mm. dismiss it because celebration, it's not like you um, order fireworks or you <laughs> drink some wine. <laughs> it's like an internal state of elation that you create for yourself for doing this. So it's like a certain excitement. So Dr. Fogg refers to it as shine. It's the sensation of uplifting um, emotion inside that you create for yourself because you do it. This is what helps a habit to become a habit really fast, much faster than 21 days. So when we start using a phone, when we start using a social media, it doesn't take 21 days to create a habit of checking the social media. No, it's just enough one, two instances, we're hooked just because we have this powerful reinforcement, this feedback, you know, comments, likes, yeah. all that. So we, oh, we should yeah. create a similar system for ourselves. So this is our responsibility to just feel good for doing this small step. Because sometimes we think, oh, it's small, doesn't matter. But the idea is if we really apply a little bit of effort into creating a good state, like appreciation of our effort, small, tiny step, then we will wire this habit in really fast. So it can be as simple as I enter the kitchen, I press the button, I feel good. It can be like, and you can continue since you press the button, so maybe you, you'll just finish it. Maybe you won't, but you'll create this habit of pressing the button. So you know, I'm going to say, or I'm just going to point out that I think it's important that you feel good for doing it versus requiring the response yeah. from your partner. And of course, the response is great if they're like, oh, thank you so much. And, and you get that mm. reward of their appreciation. But I think the fact that you're doing a loving gesture should be a reward as well, because then you get a double whammy of it. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then you actually feel wonderful doing something kind and loving for your partner. And that's a good habit to have in the relationship. Yeah, this is one uh, thing. So it's really uh, linked to love and appreciation, caring. And also it can be quite empowering because you create this for yourself. You choose yeah. to do this. It's, it's very powerful. If you think about it, uh, we talk about habits that they run our life and sometimes they run our life instead of ourselves yeah. <laughs> some habits really do they and do. and when we take a deliberate step and when we apply this uh, the same principle to really create habits that will bring change and uplift our relationship or our life in general it feels good it feels empowering we can do this it's in our power so as I, you, I believe this is really great as you were speaking I um, it popped into my head that this is something that people who engage in dominance and submission and service, they do it really well because the submissive actually takes pleasure in serving their dominant. Mm -hmm. So 
and particular service ones, uh, people who really are into engaging in acts of service for love. It oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> I can uh, literally. It, it feels good to them. Like they don't even need somebody saying, oh, yay, you good boy and patting them on the head. Of course, that's wonderful when it happens. But the service itself, the act of it is a ritual, which creates a good feeling in their mind and their body. Yeah. And just engaging in that loving act, I'm calling it loving, in that loving act enriches their life. Never mind the feedback. The feedback is, is a totally different subject. And of course, yeah. um, I'm all about positive feedback. So I think it's nice to be appreciative when somebody is serving you in any way. And, and by serving, I'm, I could be, you know, bringing you flowers. That's kind. That's a kind gesture. So this is something that, you know, people who aren't familiar with dominance and submission or who don't engage in it can really learn from them because it's for you. When you do a habit that is loving for your partner, you're doing it for yourself as well. Exactly. Not just for them. So you don't need to be resentful. You know, I'm doing all this stuff. It's actually, it can yeah. benefit you just as much as them. Exactly. Because, uh, well, a lot of suffering comes from expectations, expectations oh, yes. of um, appreciation. Yep. So, and it's human nature, I guess. So we cannot really eliminate this completely, this expectation. Oh, I'm doing this good stuff for you. And yeah, do something for me. Or at least like <laughs> acknowledge it. <laughs> I mean, it's human nature. What, or a lot of suffering comes from it. And I believe that we can really do better if we decrease the level of expectation. It's almost like um, under promise and over deliver in business, right? So mm -hmm. <laughs> when the client has less expectation and then he has more service, well, this, this will feel really good. And for, for us to find this reward, this celebration inside rather than go and seek for um, acknowledgement from the outside, this is a, a great shift to make, even though I understand that we are humans and we still will have it. It's not like we become angels and you know, <laughs> do everything without expectation I, I don't think it's realistic but decrease this expectation can really be a great and, and having this reward coming from inside yeah I think that reward coming from inside is is key and the clients that I have seen that have the most phenomenal relationships I always ask them I ask them a lot of questions because I want to know what they're doing mm -hmm. and this is actually something that they're doing not that they have learned tiny habits, but it's something that they naturally have implemented and that yeah. has really smoothed out their relationships. I wanted to ask you, so how could this be implemented if there was a negative habit that was happening? So let's just say that I have a partner and he does something which every time he does it, it really, really bothers me to the point where I'm thinking about it, I'm resenting him for it, um, it's interfering. Mm -hmm. Like I'm thinking about it every day because it's so annoying. How can this shift that? Yeah, it's almost like <laughs> this infamous uh, toilet seat uh, issue, right? <laughs> Many people are talking about so much, but it can be anything. And really, in this case, if it's a small thing, it's uh, I think it's one uh, situation. But if it's something important that come goes into values and like higher hierarchy uh stuff it might be important to untangle what i mean by untangling because a tiny habits method is specifically designed to create new habits 
not to break bad habits, let's say. Okay. However, this method is really applicable. And uh, in, in his book, Dr. Fogg gives a lot of great advice on how to work with uh, like bad habits, let's say. But it comes from within. So let's say we, we, if we are talking about a small irritant, so it's not a huge thing, but it's, it, it really uh, decreases the quality of um, living for mm-hmm. the other person. So in this case, what is possible without, well, I mean, discussion and conversation is always a great thing to have, but it, I, I believe it should be held in a neutral space. And when it's, it's an, an emotional, angry, irritated um, state, it will not go well most probably and it will not uh, create benefits so i would say that um an interesting thing to apply is so-called pearl habits so pearl habits is a term that applies to how to turn irritants into something good so for for instance it's kind of like strange sometimes if you think about it so something irritating is happening yeah you create a habit for yourself that when this happens, when you have this reaction, you do something else. So for example, instead of like snapping at your partner, you think about one thing you like about him. So this this is is really interesting to me. uh, And this is actually kind of exciting. So let's just say I'm going to make this up because I I think this is maybe a common one. Um, Let's just say at nighttime, your partner, your male partner (laughs) has a shower and he drops his wet towel on the floor where it can get moldy and he leaves it there and he leaves his clothes on the floor and comes to bed and doesn't actually do anything in the house so like Mm -hmm. you know how you know how when you go to bed you have to turn off the lights you have to lock the doors check the doors and 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 just check everything and then you can go to bed and so he just kind of showers drops the stuff and goes right to bed and you as the woman have to go and do everything and it takes you I don't know takes you a bunch of time and you wish that he would contribute to this like settling down so you come to bed kind of annoyed that he's so thoughtless and he's comes to bed horny and he's thinking okay (laughs) oh this is a great uh yeah Yeah, exactly you're like but you're annoyed and you get more annoyed as time goes on so yeah how how could you break that i would say from this annoyed state there won't be um a great sex (laughs) there won't be a great (laughs) conversation either (laughs) no 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 no. That's why, like, yeah, this happens. I mean, it, it, it can really be irritating. I do not try to say that uh, it doesn't matter or you should, like, get over. <laughs> no, <laughs> but we can definitely do uh, take steps to manage our own state from this. So, for example, yeah, we find this towel on the floor. So, and we can create for us a habit. So, each time we, we find a towel on the floor, we'll think about something good that our partner like does for us there must be something Mm. okay so um so this does actually this does actually require a partner who's at least semi-good well (laughs) you mean he doesn't do anything good (laughs) no i'm Um, I'm just i'm just saying i'm just saying it does require somebody who is a participating partner and not just some jerk. So yeah, well, you know, I could think I would actually think about him taking out the garbage. Like that would make me really happy and appreciative. I would pick up the towel thinking about him taking out the garbage and I would, I would feel good. 
maybe he he likes to drive the whole family i mean uh, oh, yeah. maybe he yeah. does something well something that we take for granted probably but he does something good uh, i hope <laughs> but the <laughs> thing is hope. it's not it's not like just that it's not like okay but it's not enough so in this case you need to celebrate as well so you chose just now you, you apply this habit of shifting your thought tr like train of thoughts in a different way in a great fullness way if you want at this very moment of irritation you just did it this is a huge thing to celebrate so it's small tiny shift is a huge thing to celebrate and feel good about yourself mm -hmm. i do not say you should condone the such behavior like if it's well there should be a discussion there should be conversation but from a you know empowered um, neutral uplifted space not like annoyed and na 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 and all passive aggressive stuff as well you know so um maybe in a different space saying I i'm asking if you would help me with the bedtime routine and it would go a long way if you would just make sure the doors are locked and the lights mm -hmm. in the house all over the house are off the other thing is to increase their ability to do this for example what is it that prevents them from doing it? they just don't think about it they just don't think about there are no prompts there might be a prompt for this we might think about a certain reminder to install this prompt to remind them of this small and it shouldn't <laughs> be like you know every single point maybe like <laughs> the scenario you're showing like in this case it feels like there are like 100 things to check what about what about um okay so what if we start with it, just one thing like drop i would say you know what i would say i would say like dropping your clothes and yeah. as a woman and then saying are the lights <laughs> are the doors locked and the lights off and then that's his prompt <laughs> yeah, before before be. you go to the bathroom and and you know do do whatever it is that you do before going into bed and then that's almost like oh let me run and check versus you going and doing everything all on your own yeah. while he lies there waiting thinking exactly. about all, you can, all the things you, that he you wants can be to a do. prompt yeah you can yeah. Work, you can function as a prompt in this case <laughs> why not especially it's if it's not in a nagging way but more like a playful right playful like, yeah right so this can be a great prompt if you remember it so it can be a and prompt i think that yeah will shift into something else later so when it becomes a habit of checking this stuff i think that um being playful with a prompt is probably really important in um, motivating a partner to help to change their habits as well. Because if you're nagging instead of playful, then nobody wants to do anything. Yeah, it's almost like when this uh, kind of an emotional atmosphere is created, we are shrinking into yeah. this uh, very low key, like almost depressed state when we don't want to do anything. Like we don't, mm -hmm. we're like just, yeah, nothing. As opposed to an expansion when we feel inspired we feel motivated we feel energetic possibilities are like almost illimited so it's it feels great to be in a space uh, with possibilities and options and um, empowerment as opposed to like even resolving problems from this narrowed down shrinking state what i really like about this is uh, this word that you used earlier this automation of feeling good together and an, an automation of promoting a really healthy and happy and open emotional environment in a relationship mm -hmm. because 
I think a lot of people, when they want to improve things, it just seems like there's so much to do or it's so huge. Where do we even start? Right. Because everything I do is wrong. Right. And, and that's where they're coming from. The space of everything I do is wrong or I have to jump through a million hoops in order to make her happy. So I'm not even going to fucking bother. Yeah, this is I think it's a common problem, not only yeah. in relationships, but in many things. And to be honest, we tend to even make it worse by thinking about it. Usually we just inflate the whole thing even bigger mm-hmm. and it does feel real and it does feel overwhelming in this case. So, yeah, absolutely. This system is about taking small ch- steps at a time. So and it, we do not need to tackle the whole thing at once we should we just concentrate on just one thing at a time and it can be a certain action but first we want to come up like with an aspiration what do we actually want to achieve and and the aspiration and like just brainstorm different ways realistic irrealistic doesn't matter it's a magic wand exercise so it can be anything we can just rule out stuff that is not applicable later just brainstorm different actions that are possible that will probably lead us to this um, as outcome this um, aspiration that we have in mind and then what we can do with them we can check two parameters first do i want to do this and second will it have an impact and we'll we'll choose the golden behaviors golden behaviors are the ones that we want to do and that will have probably a big impact. Maybe not. We don't know until we start to apply it. But we kind of have a feeling that they will have an impact. And we want to do them. So these two. And it's the best um, bet to start with those behaviors. Then scale it down to a very tiny um, version. And roll it with the celebration. Tweak it if needed. If it doesn't work, then probably the prompt is not the best. Maybe it's still too hard because we want to do big stuff. We don't want to bother with small things. <laughs> it's just our nature. It's how our culture functions and uh, teaches us to function. And it's not very productive. Or maybe like motivation is the last thing we want to ramp up. But sometimes it's useful, especially if we want to maybe increase our skill in certain areas when we want to do a little bit more. So we ride a motivation wave. Then when it subsides, we'll just keep keep doing the basic habit so that it keeps alive. Like when I started to do my push-up habit, I noticed that early in the morning and later in the day when I'm tired, I don't know, I don't want to do this, but I always remember the prompt works super well. So what I started to do, I started to just bend over, like, you know, a forward fold. Mm-hmm. And I, I counted as um, I maintain, I'm, I am maintaining my habit of... Um, it's not really a push-up, but it, the habit is maintained by this small action. of, And it feels good. It feels great because we always have this problem with <laughs> the back, right? So but it comes to relationships. Small changes will go a long way. Actually, I want to share two super cool maxims, like Dr. Fogg calls them. The first one is help people do what they already want to do. I like that. Second one, help people feel successful. So basically... We can always choose an action that we want to do. We can find some version of an action that we actually want to do more than the other. If it's uh, improving a relationship, what do we actually genuinely want to do? 
it doesn't have to be should like should in some cases it's necessary for example to let's say manage diabetes well i don't think anyone wants to uh, <laughs> use the needles and stuff it, it's a should but we can always start with wants because habit, habit building is a skill in itself so starting with super simple stuff feeling empowered by how you implement it will go a long way then you can tackle more difficult habits but in a relationship let's start with something we really want to do and we know it will be impactful these two components so you work with tiny habits can you tell us more about how we could learn more about this because i i think the more that i i study relationships the more i think that having good habits is even more important than knowing all the tricks to communication and you know being some sort of super communicator or having all your traumas healed i think if you have the habits of a good relationship then you're going to have one period and if yeah, you develop I, I, and if you develop the habits to having a great sex life you're going to have a great sex life and it's more important even than um you know continuing to study or being some super sex master yeah, absolutely. Also, when it comes to sex life, I would say that uh, there are other things that influence it, like the simple fact of being tired. How can we tackle this? How can we create a small habit to be less tired? <laughs> so when we're less tired, we're more uh, able to have a great sex life. Mm -hmm. Like, isn't it true? But maybe some other things also influence. So I would say how to learn more. First of all, I really recommend the book. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's life-changing and it's so empowering. It has so many wonderful stories of people, so inspiring. I could not say um, enough about this book. I, I believe it's, it's just a must, really. And this is the first step. There is a great thing that Dr. Fogg is doing. They created a um, so-called five-day program for people who want to implement to experiment with habits and have a support from uh, tiny habits coaches and it's free it's completely free so oh, how wow. this works you can sign up for this uh, five-day program you'll get some materials so a little bit of explanation you don't even have to read the book first so it, because um it provides all the explanations that are needed even though the book is is really a must still <laughs> because it's just it's just so great so uh with the five-day program, you receive emails every day that will remind you. First of all, it explains to you how to create your own recipe. So the anchor, uh, when you attach your habit, your tiny habit itself and the celebration, three components. You create three recipes for yourself. The book contains a lot of suggestions, but you can always create your own recipes based on what you want. Then you practice them for five days and you get uh, reminders over email. I know everyone is so overwhelmed with emails, but I mean, in this case, what's great about it that you have a real person who will respond um, to you, who will answer your questions if you have questions, who will also revise your recipes and say, for example, your action is uh, probably too big. It might, it might not be um, mm -hmm. a good recipe it might not work as well maybe you want to scale it down a little bit or it's not specific enough so it's a bit vague maybe it, it it might be a problem so real coaches out there 
So how does it look like? It looks like automated responses, but there is a coach assigned to every single participant and the coaches respond um, personally. They see the recipes and they will uh, comment and they will encourage. Well, I mean, every coach functions in a different way. If anyone is interested, I can sign, sign, sign people up for this and I'll be the coach. So <laughs> I promise <laughs> I will really go and uh, check every single recipe. I will as well provide any answers, any explanations, and also cheer you up um, until you don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> but That's beautiful. This program runs every week. It starts on Monday. So usually you can sign up like during the week. If you sign up till, let's say, Friday, uh, usually it's the best moment before weekend, then you start to get um, emails with some materials about tiny habits, short, bite-sized videos of um, Dr. Fogg explaining himself the uh, principles. And then on Monday, you start practicing your habits. And ideally, you, 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 you send uh, the responses like, why, why, why? Which means, yes, 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 I did it. I didn't do it. It's very helpful for the coach to see what works, what doesn't. And in these five days, if the habits are well adjusted, it's totally possible to implement them and to keep them um, for a very long time. Well, this is fabulous. And um, I actually would love to do a follow-up call with you in the future, because this can make all the difference between, you know, getting into bed and just feeling uninspired mm -hmm. by your partner and getting into bed and enthusiastically engaging in like amazing, passionate intimacy. And it, it doesn't have to be that much work when you have it automated. So this is a huge, I can't stress how important it is and how much of an impact it can have on your relationship and on all your relationships and how you do them, not just your romantic relationship. Yeah. So I am going to list all of the ways to get in touch with Tatiana. And was there anything else that you wanted to share with us for the listener before we... Oh, yeah. I also, yeah. Uh, right right now, uh, this summer, I also run um, a Zoom uh, meeting every week for people who want to hang out and talk about uh, some habits, or maybe ask questions about habits. It, it happens every Saturday at 9 a.m. PST. Oh, wow. Amazing. And this information is, where would I put it? Like it's um, usually I promote it on my social media. I'm just thinking about that. <laughs> I can put this information on my website as well. It, it was just a project to um, spread the word about the habits. And uh, we had a great conversation this uh, Saturday with um, someone who is working towards their career goals and they are using tiny habits very successfully implementing different ways um, in, in a different way the um, habits they want to have to create success for themselves professionally so uh, in this case like I really invite everyone who is interested to just contact me directly through whatever media I'm on Instagram and on Facebook I am also, oh, where am I? <laughs> you have a great YouTube channel too. I have a great YouTube <laughs> An channel. Amazing Please YouTube check channel. it out. Yeah, the yeah. YouTube channel is like a bit crazy. I have a, a very funny video about habits. I think it's five tips from uh, Habit Ninja. 
So it's a, it's like a humoristic video. I just took every single important teaching uh, from Tiny Habits, reversed them, and it's like <laughs> a bad advice I'm giving that, you know. It, it it just feels like yeah you 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 can tell it's a bad advice but it I believe in the power of laughter and uplifting emotions and how they can help us move forward and create the future we want and the present we want as well because it, it doesn't have to be a far in the future if we can start today we can start today feel good about doing these changes and feeling good about doing these changes will create more change good change. In, in the future as well. So it's amazing the things we can achieve uh, like with small steps. So yeah, YouTube is a, as well. You're very welcome to check it out. Beautiful. We'll put all of those links, all of the links to your... I can also provide the link for the five-day uh, program because okay. I think it's... Uh, however, you know, if, you, if people go directly there and they in, in, put in their information they will be assigned to some um to a coach by um, chance so if if you want me to be your coach for four five days just contact me directly i will add you into the list and it's it's a great experience it's completely free so it's um it's amazing i believe that it's very um uh, useful and you're a very attentive and caring coach yeah so, uh, i am <laughs> I recommend you, really. Thank you. Really. This was wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, it was a pleasure talking to you.